Hello everyone, it's your girl Mary and you're welcome to Living Truth where I take excerpts from the Word of God and I make it all into like simple, practical, um, doable things that we can implement in our everyday lives. Now, today is a very interesting um, uh, episode because I'm having a guest with me. You know, recently we have been following the trend. My last episode, I also had a guest with me, and today I'm going to be having another guest with me just to make it interactive and get a perspective from different walks of life. All right, so my guest today is one that I hold very dear and I respect a lot. He's a colleague, a scholar of great repute, he's a lover of God, a successful entrepreneur, a writer, and one who is really passionate about making impact both in the Christian community and in the secular space. So I welcome Mr. Isaiah Oluwatosin. Good evening, everyone listening. Thank you very much for having me, Miss Mary. Good evening. You're welcome. It's my pleasure to have you around. So like um, the topic today, we're going to be talking about disappointment. Now, it's maybe like, oh, why are we taking a downturn? We started with a lot of exciting things, but it's important for us if you're going to be starting your year to prepare her head. One of the best ways to deal with crisis is to prepare ahead for it. Right? So it's not out of place to discuss um, about disappointment or discuss about challenges. And that's why we're going to be um, talking about that um, topic, um, disappointment. So my first question to you, uh, Mr. Isaiah, because you've ventured into a lot of things, you've tried your ends, talk about academics, talk about business, talk about, like seriously, you've tried a lot of things, so I'm sure you must have also experienced some challenges, especially regarding this topic, disappointment. So the first thing is that, how do you describe disappointment like in your own experience or own way? Uh, thank you very much for that question. In my opinion, I think the way we see disappointment um, differs across different fields in life, you know, and basically it's a product of expectation. It's maybe the expectation was not met either by your own self or by the people you look up to or you, the people you hold in high esteem. Um, maybe as time goes on the, in, in the podcast, I'm going to give some examples to buttress my point. But really, disappointment is just a feeling of sadness or displeasure um, as a result of an expectation not being met. Thank you so much, sir. So I, I like the fact that you mentioned expectations because honestly, if we don't have expectations there, what are you being let down on? So, but because we've talked about having expectations, having goals, having plans for the year, so it makes sense to talk about what happens when those plans fall through, when they don't come to fruition. So the next part and the next question is very related to the first one. It says that, um, do you think that disappointment is a vital part of our existence? Like, is this something that would is normal? Like, should I feel bad when I'm having when I'm when I'm getting disappointed oh wow well when we talk about vital i would like to be careful there because when we say something is vital it means that it is <laughs> part and parcel of life you cannot do without it and all um but what if we if we say is disappointment really a part of life yes i'm, I'm going to say yes because trust me you alone are not, are not in this world there are a lot of external influences beyond your control you know every day you live with people every day you set goals for yourself um say for example you plan to study um for four arts and then this you do very well when there is electric electricity or power supply and somehow 
the Nepal guys just decide to sleep that day and then they take the light and then you cannot just study um, you won't be able to reach that goal expectation has been cut short so it all depends on you okay are you going to be disappointed by what has happened or um, you just find an alternative to fill the void um, to answer that question is disappointment a vital part of life uh, I, would, I would say it's a part of life but maybe not vital so to say okay all right so it's a part of life it's something that we will all experience so but then there's a question about what affects our reaction to disappointment for instance if it's something that in in a way everybody's going to still experience disappointment or or from what you said obviously that the way some people cope with it they tend to move on and they are able to use it as a push and then there are people that are weighed down what are the factors that cause that disparity between the responses to disappointment the factors that are responsible for the disparity in how we respond to disappointment first off um, I would say it depends on the setting in which it occurred. When we talk about relationship between a father and a child, a mother and a child, a husband and a wife, and then friends. Relationships are across different walks of life. There are different things that people expect per time. See, okay, let me cite an example. Um, my father, for example, would not expect me to impregnate a woman outside wedlock. If I do that, it's it's going to be okay. Maybe some people in the world might see it as normal, but it's it's going to be a big blow on All his right. face, right? So when that happens, I can imagine how much heartbreak I'm going to cause cause him or my mother or the people that look up to me in general. If that occurs in say a setting where virtually everybody does it, you know, after secondary school. The next thing is just to get Demar- pregnant. Yeah. No, not get married. Get pregnant mm. and move on. <laughs> move on with life. It depends on the relationship. It depends on the setting. These are things that prompt um, different responses. So, if I didn't, if I didn't come from that kind of background, and I do something like that, it comes with a higher degree of disappointment than someone that that is where such. Um, practice are widely accepted or allowed so that is one another thing is that the reason some people do not cope so well with disappointment is that they have this very high hope in in people i read of a, a woman that had so many heartbreaks a lot of heartbreaks and what was the reason for that it wasn't because she wasn't good it wasn't because um i would say she was creating this kind of mental picture of the potentials that our spouses could be and they were not just measuring up so over and again over and again they keep breaking her heart and then she she just had to accept eventually i don't know if she still decided to get married or move on with life and another thing is that our exposure or experiences with um, working with people or working with people across different fields of life is also something that can shape us up on what to expect say i've had experiences where i've been let down i would know that if it happens some other time okay i've already seen this before so it's not really a big deal but some people are completely naive they don't have such experiences and when you do it to them they are just so lost some even can get depressed and all that so to sum it up 
um, background, the uh, the setting in which the disappointment um, occurs, the expectations we have for people in our heart, and again, experiences or previous exposure to such um, instances. All right, thank you very much. So um, you address certain um, factors that can uh, affect the response to disappointment. So if we can identify, just like you did, some of these factors, is there a way we can prepare for disappointment such that when or if it happens, there will be a cushion and it will um, reduce the force or the, how abrupt it will interfere in our normal life process? Alright, so we want to try to identify some factors that if we can easily tame, it would lead to um, a reduction in how much we get disappointed. That, that's just trying to paraphrase the question in my own understanding. So one thing I'm going to talk about here is to um, say we want to plan ahead and or okay, let me say we examine our plans. Sometimes it's usually good to plan ahead and when the plan doesn't work out, we are, we are quick to get disappointed. But if there are instances where we can plan and also have a backup such that when plan A fails, plan B can set um, mm. in and then it kick, kicks the ball rolling. So that does a lot of work in reducing how much we get disappointed. Another thing is that we can um, Ex we are allowed to expect things from people, especially people we love, but then how high do those expectations get? How high can, can they get per time? Um, when we try to lower our expectations and understand that humans are humans, humans will always be humans, we, we tend to get less hurt. Another thing is that um, we should try not to hold on to we should not see people as perfect beings, right? No matter how close yeah. we are to them, let us give them that. I'm not saying that people should now begin to mess up um, by virtue of them not being perfect, no. But then let us, on the other hand, know that these people are just um, humans. humans. They are just trying to explore the world in the same way we are trying to. And so when they do not meet up to certain things, we should try to... Um, them some yeah, exactly. That does it. Okay, so uh, I know that you're very much um, involved in entrepreneurship business. So I wanted to share with us if there's any major experience or disappointment that you've encountered and how you were able to get up and from that um, situation. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> so it's getting personal. <laughs> All right. There have been a lot, right? And um, as it pertains to business, yes, I have been disappointed. Um, and okay one thing i failed to mention earlier is that trusting too much maybe expectations is one of mm -hmm. it but then when you trust people too much um it can also be an avenue for disappointment and i had a very funny experience in 2021 2021 was one kind of funny year really it was mm -hmm. a lot we just bouncing back from covid and yeah. in fact let's not go into the details of all that <laughs> But then I, I got I got um, the opportunity to apply for a contract where um, I was going to supply close to 500 vests yeah. for people and in this case I'm going to have to brand and design and do all of that. Then I contacted um, a friend of mine who does all of that. He sews, he 
has people working for him and i said okay this is the plan i have i want us to work together on this and we settled everything we finalized everything from my own part i've given him advance payments even without securing wow. the contract i just wanted him to go ahead and and get something done and this guy kept on posting me don't worry don't worry i'm going to get it done don't worry <laughs> and you know up until the day that i was supposed to pitch to these people was giving me hopes and then eventually it was time for me to present my uh, proposal to them and I mean, by saying proposal, I mean the samples yeah. of the products and boom, I just figured out this guy was nowhere to be found, he wasn't picking his calls. Uh, long story short, I found out that he just collected my money, he didn't even get anything done yeah. and I just lost the contract to the second bidder and he went. So by rough calculation, I think I would have lost close to a million naira or, yeah. or more by virtue of that contract that was lost. That's just one of many instances that I've occurred in business, right? But what can we do? Humans will always be humans, like I've said, mm. and we have to move on. So was it just that easy to just like... <laughs> <laughs> well... Or was there something that like helped you? Maybe when you, when you reassess the situation and try to see the good, I don't know, what what strategy did you use, honestly? To escape the depression that was. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I cannot deny that. Um, it was a moment of grief. At least it came with a moment of grief for me. Like, we you know, um, in grief, there, there's, there are certain responses, right? Yeah. Um, even as medicine teaches us, like the denial, well, you just think yeah. that no, this it is not, not true. It, it hasn't happened. <laughs> you know, and then there's the anger face, swearing, "Oh my guy, why did you do this? You just want to break someone's head." And of course, I can't break anybody's head. Then there is the stage of bargaining that, "Oh, what if I go back in time? What could I have done better?" Mm. Also, um, there is the stage of depression, wherein the setback or disappointment tends to make you want to be on your own, you want to draw into your shell and all and then there's this stage where you finally come to terms and accept, it's called the acceptance phase. So um, where you accept what has happened and you want to move on. For me, it was, to, to say that I didn't go through all of that was, it's going to, it's going to be a lie, it's not true. It all happened, but then how I got to spring back was that I just had to forgive really I just really had to forgive and let go of everything that has happened and then look out for better opportunities and begin to embrace them and it was indeed a point of learning I, I, I there was a very important lesson I learned there that I shouldn't put all my hopes on one person like I mentioned sometime earlier that if I have a plan A I can make provision for a plan B such that when plan A doesn't work plan B can yeah. set the ball rolling so it, it has taught me a lot and um, it's something i'm glad that i learned early in life wow thank you for sharing that because that's the reality we face disappointment in our everyday lives and it is not just about the disappointment but how you recover that will determine your next prospects like you mentioned you've been able to move forward from that situation and um forge ahead in your business like that could have been the point where you would have been tempted to should i just shut down this business should I just exactly <laughs> that's, yeah. another thing is that try not to be a fool 
by trusting someone over and again. Mm. Um, yes, there were signals all along that I saw. I was just willing to trust, okay, he's my friend, okay, he needs this money, he needs this contract, um, so that he's going to get out of the financial crisis he's in, and um, at least it's a win-win for both of us. Eventually, he failed. If I give him that kind of business another time, or that kind of contract another time, then you have to ask me if I'm okay upstairs. Uh, so, try not to make a fool of yourself by trusting people too much, because right. it's also something that causes um, Appointment in it. Um, well, right. interestingly, you started answering the next question <laughs> because the next question is about is about what are the things that we do in our businesses and uh, sphere, different activities, spheres of life that predispose us to getting disappointed. So you already mentioning overly depending on someone or trusting in someone. So do you have any other one you want to? Yeah, add? there are other ones. Another thing that can predispose us to disappointment is. Um, the kind of plans that we have sometimes we plan inadequately and ineffectively and we know that a failure to plan is a plan to fail automatically so um, hereby I'm encouraging people to um, across different walks of life to put plans in place for um, the goals they want to achieve and they should ensure that even when there is a plan A at least there is a backup plan B for them Another thing is, um, we should understand that we do not have control over external forces because life is an interplay of so many things, not just you. Yeah. There are people that will come along, there are influences that you have absolutely no control over and you have to leave a space or factor these external influences into your plans such that even when they surface, you find a way to circumvent or move around um, such influences that may disrupt your your plan. Um, understand that people will always be people and as it pertains to reaching a goal, sometimes they may not be satiable and you should not let whatever it is they throw at you deter you. You have to be focused, you have to keep going and try to also surround yourself with positive-minded people that can help you and give you the push you need such that you don't fall short of the expectation that you have either set for yourself or that is expected of you by okay. the people you are trying to um, impress. impress yes. Okay, sir. Um, so the next question I want to ask is more of like a, an example. Like for instance, you know there are some things that, um, let me give an example. If I expect a friend to do something or be there for me as a friend and the person falls short, there's a way, there's a certain response I can give. But there are some other situations that they feel more dire, like like marriage, like you're expecting something from your from your partner and then maybe you get married and then they turn out to be the maybe opposite or they, they turn out not to fulfill that particular um, expectations that you have. Or let's say concerning career that you expected something from a particular profession and then you delved into it and you're saying that, oh my God, I think I've made a mistake here. So for all those kind of like life-changing decisions, how do you cope with that disappointment? Do you just forge ahead or is there a way out or something like that? Well, there are times where, just like I said, there are things that you don't have any control over. And in fact, let me give this short example because you were talking about marriage earlier. Um, you, I, I was on a journey yesterday and okay. right there in the car there was this program going on in the radio. I just simply asked the driver to kindly turn up the volume. And indeed, and lo, they were talking about 
a man who got jilted by his wife with three children yeah. and she emptied his house she carried everything and then she left and right there on the interview and she's the mother of the kids so. in fact we were not sure, we are not so sure i can't even say because there were reports of infidelity um, from the woman's side right and it was getting demand to be furious and that was the basis of all the problem then in the course of the discussion we figured out that there were red flags all along but this mm-hmm. man chose to ignore them hoping that um when they get married things will be better, things will be better or that the woman would change but the woman did not change apparently god was who knows if the three children are even is for yeah. the man um when things like this in fact we always say prevention is better than cure so in order not to get to that point you should always try to recognize red flags in people right yes i um about the business i um disappointment i was talking about earlier i saw red flags but i just chose to ignore hoping that okay um depending on the current situation that this guy is in he's going to we'll make things work and, but red flags sometimes are there for us to see identify and um, save ourselves from a bigger trouble so try to see these red flags for what they are and ensure that your experiences are not built around them so that you don't get disappointed however when such disappointment comes what are the things you can do um you have to just know that what has happened has happened you have to move ahead you cannot continue to wallow in self-pity right you have to if, if it involves someone else you have to forgive right right. and move on moving on yes might not be easy but it is an essential part of your progress it is an essential part of your healing you have to accept that what has happened is not about you sometimes it's totally not your fault and you have to forgive yourself for that and also try to find opportunities new opportunities in the um things that have evolved Um, I, i think how can i explain that um, for the example I gave about the woman who was cheating on her husband and had to leave the three kids. So what would be the response for the man? The appropriate response would not be to keep running after the woman because who knows, she's probably, yeah. probably going to keep doing the same thing. So what opportunity can you find in that kind of case? Yes, um, you've been hurt, but it's an avenue for you to take a break, clear your head. What could you have done better? Um, re-strategize, try to meet people or therapists who will be very um, beneficial to you in your healing process and um, you see it as an avenue to maybe educate people so that such vicious cycle does not continue in life or that um, even if you venture on into another marriage it's an opportunity for you to see that okay there are things that you didn't do right the previous time that you should try to avoid this time yeah <clears throat> thank you sir how long uh, are you allowed to dwell in for instance maybe the face of depression like what is the time time lapse that is acceptable before your family people around you worry about you that are you overdoing it Actually, you get my question yeah, i do i do so the truth is different people respond to different situations differently um i, I might get hurt. in fact from normal physical wounds it takes some people more time a longer time for their wounds to heal than others and so when depression kicks in 
or when the um, stages of grief kick in, it takes different times for different people to heal and get back on their feet. Some people get into it and they never get out. Some people get into it and then some people don't even go through it at all and you're wondering mm. that am I, am I, am I <laughs> all right so talking about how long um does it take for you to be allowed to grieve so to say before people begin to wonder if everything is okay um i may not be i might, I might not be in the pe- best position to give a definite time frame and why i cannot say i'm giving a definite time frame is because different things happen and it hits different people strongly different um different people react differently to different situations and it all depends on what has happened the gravity of the occurrence and and the ability of the person the innate ability of the person to really bounce back so giving a time to it may not exactly um be something i should so um it's it's about both the internal and the external factors what has happened what have you put in place what is the current situation and that's all we determine what time so there's no like you can't just label a specific time for everybody to bounce back everybody have different expectations for different situations and to affect their responses okay so now i want us to move to this other zone you know there are people that have disappointment and they're like okay i survived I'm here and I'm um, enthusiastic for whatever will come um, in the future. And then there are people that tell you that they turned their disappointment into like a stepping stone for opportunities. Like uh, there was something I was watching. There was a girl that she wanted to become the most beautiful girl in the world or something. And she did it like five times. And, she, and I'm, I'm like, yes, how do people? How do people move? Like from you, you just keep at it. <laughs> you know, don't you get tired and all of that? So how can you move from just coping with disappointment to making them a platform for greater opportunities? Yeah, I understand what that question is. And if I'm to answer it, I would say that uh, it all boils down to the innate ability of a person to fight. If you mm. believe in something, you just have to keep fighting for it. And remember that it is not always about you and when external factors are allowed to play, if you really want a goal, you have to keep keep at it, if that is truly what you want. So, um, how can you keep fighting, no matter how well, no matter how much you get disappointed, then I, I would say one thing is try to surround yourself with positive energy. By saying positive energy has to do sometimes with friends who share the same ideas with you, reasonable yeah. people that can motivate you when it looks like things are going awry um you should try to re-strategize okay why didn't it work out the, the first time what can i do better how can i um achieve a better result this time and by doing things like that it's going to help you um handle disappointments better another thing is that you should try to define what success is on your own terms mm. so the fact that some people see it as um, for that woman. I'm sure she uh, she went for the audition. The woman that was trying yeah, to yeah, the, um, be the, the most GM. beautiful woman <laughs> in, the world. in the world, right? She went for auditions many times and she didn't make it. For some people, making it to a stage that big is a big deal for them, mm-hmm. and then they are satisfied, right? So it, it doesn't even matter whether or not they won. 
what mattered for them was that they got that far. So, and then they are happy and you are wondering, Mama, calm down, you are not even the one that won. <laughs> so why are you overly happy? You find out that the, the reason is that what I call success is different from what, what you call success. Yeah. And trust me, there are people that will, will even become the most, they will win that title even without so much struggle and then they are still not satisfied. Mm. There is still this element of bleak hope or I, I don't know. Just a blatant emptiness that they, yeah. So it boils down to defining what success is on your own term. Such definition is what drives how much you are willing to go for the goal that you aim to achieve. Yes, right? yeah. That's awesome. So you need to know the why. Why am I doing this thing? Is it is it worth it? Is it worth fighting for? And I like the fact that you said the fighting spirit. Um, there's this um lady that um passed on recently. I think Nightbird and yeah, all that. Nightbird. Like it just shows you how how hard people fight. Like how against all odds, against all odds. There there are a couple of people that I knew that had cancer and passed on in like four five years. And a good number of them, like um Nabil Kureshi, was also a Christian writer. He, he kept doing these things and till the particular time that he actually felt critically ill yeah. so the point is don't just limit your goals because of your circumstances you Re- reassess the situation yes. is it worth fighting for is it worth dying there for if i can use that word in quotes but then that's what pushes you to look beyond the disappointment actually and i'm talking about night pride for her it may not even matter whether or not she won the america got talent it was a life-changing moment for her to have let let out a voice to heal people um, mm. that might have been going going through different things, yeah. you know that alone is one kind of fulfillment Moment. everyone wants to have. We we want to have this impact in yeah. life, right? So it doesn't even matter um, if it, sometimes the the goal we want to hit is not necessarily at the end of the road. It's somewhere mm, along, along the, the journey. journey, and we should try to identify these. Um, fulfillment when they come by yeah. right uh, i also want to ask this question before as we're bringing this session to a close that um if you're doing something that is beneficial for instance um you're doing phila- um, some philanthropical um events you're helping people reaching out to people and one would expect that that should bring some amount of fulfillment service and all of that but then in a way you're still not there's it um, you're feeling disappointed that what you're doing is not enough the question is if you're doing well or you're doing some good work but you're still feeling disappointed is it okay for you to continue even if you're not feeling i don't know if you get my point if you're not feeling like what i'm doing is contributing or is making impact essentially what if you are giving your best and then yes it still looks like it's not enough it is okay yeah. um as a Christian, I'll address this from a Christian standpoint. Right. Um, I once finished a devotional about a woman, an Olympic uh, ice skater, okay. who became a gold medalist, I think a four-time gold medalist oh. in Olympics at a very young age. And after everything, it still looked to her like, okay, so <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and to her, it looked like, wait, so do you mean all these years of practice and suffering and staying awake is just for these four gold medals and and it looked like so it's it comes to mind that there is more than material achievement yeah there is a feeling that 
there is a feeling or a sense of satisfaction that comes from a being that is more superior to our own very selves or to the things that we um, want to acquire and have in our collections and that is um, what only God can do only God is the one that can give you that satisfaction so maybe it is high time for you to really re-strategize yes you might be doing a lot but that lot may not even measure up to anything mm. you see um, there is there is this bible verse that says I may, I may speak I may give myself to be burned right yeah. and if I have no love it's all for nothing so you may do so much but then if it's not from a standpoint of love uh, it measures up to nothing really and what is love God yeah. is love so the satisfaction we all desperately crave to have is something that comes um, in an entity called God. I guess I forgot to add, Mr. Tosin is also a poet, <laughs> so you can see the literary <laughs> twist to everything we're doing. That's awesome. So, um, in every episode, I tend to give a nugget that can usually from the Word of God and it pertains to these situations, so you can understand that um, the Word of God is all encompassing, it reaches out to every sphere, every challenge, every situation. Everything we yeah, do. and with today we're talking about disappointment, and the scripture that uh, came to mind is from Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, and it's talking about let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we will reap if we faint not. Yes. Oh, hey. <laughs> I'm loving my guest today. It's just awesome. So, uh, even in well doing, there are times where you don't get the desired result or the expected result. But if it's worth fighting for, just like we've mentioned and said through the interview and through the session, then keep going for it. Keep, keep at it. Is it your uh, work with God? Keep at it. If it's not, if you're not feeling like you're feeling the spot, the growth spot, like, like you would have, you would want to keep at it. Is it your business? Is it looking like at this point it's failing? You have to just keep at it. You can't yes. Have to. yes. Another thing is that. We should be careful um, not to spread ourselves too thin. You know, we want to do so much so many mm-hmm. times and we find ourselves everywhere. You want to be here, you want to be there at the same time. And before you know, you're spreading yourself too thin and you're not even achieving as mm-hmm. much. That sometimes is also a factor for the feeling of blatant emptiness that I talked about earlier, um, wherein you feel like you're doing so much, but then it's still not measuring up to what it should amount to. Rather, try to take one step at a time. Um, do not kill yourself for work. Delegate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Especially in this Lagos, this part of Nigeria where everybody is just hot and everybody is <laughs> hustling. Right? Try to delegate where you can and um, let God just handle the rest. There's no how. When you're when you are when you are when your mind is settled, your mind is at peace. You you have a better self-esteem and then you can yeah. handle things better right yeah and the funny thing is that everything is so intertwined your mental health with disappointment and everything it, it depends on the state of your mind if you're in the mm. right place in your mind it's easier for you to pick yourself up and continue but if you're overworked you're pressed down you're looking down on mm. yourself you just out. feel like okay this is the finishing you know what they call that thing <laughs> you're doing motor combat finishing that <laughs> 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 that's the finishing um stunt and all of that but in in all that's the hope we should have that um if i'm doing the right thing and 
never I'm sure that this is what I want to do, then it's worth fighting for. So, Mr. Tosi, I'm so grateful for you coming around. Thank you very Before much. Before we round up this session, finally, do you have any closing remarks concerning this topic or outside this topic just to encourage our listeners? Well, um, I feel like pretty much I've said everything, but um, on the final note, I would just like to encourage someone that disappointment um, is something that we are said to experience in life it, it can come from anywhere from yourself from friends from family but then when it happens it should not be an opportunity for you to bottle up yourself no rather um, accept and come to terms with, with the things that have occurred and um, find a way to forge ahead sometimes it doesn't come by your own strength sometimes it has to do with reaching out to people sometimes it has to do with connecting with the divine and it only calls to mind that you have to prioritize that relationship with god himself and you can keep your head up and you find yourself a high flyer in life that's awesome that's a grand summary i especially want to emphasize on the support system like sometimes this i don't think this world you meant to walk alone uh like you said connect with god god is ever present help even in troublous times and then if there are trusted trusted people around you you should keep trusted people around you, people that can be there for you not just on in your high days on your good days but yes. even in the low times the, the really bad times yeah and yes and they would give you that support so in all we praying for you if you're if you're going through a particular phase of disappointment that you receive strength to uh, pick yourself up and still attain your full potentials and uh, for anyone listening there listening to this message there i hope you're equipped to be able to face um, your life with so much optimism that regardless of the challenges you're able to put things in perspective and still make a lot of impact so that's it from the living truth studios today thank you for listening thank you mr isaiah i have to just give you a round of applause (laughs) because it's been awesome here all right so have a wonderful morning afternoon evening wherever you're listening bye bye